You're listening to Unleashcast, a podcast series on the world of work and what's driving passion and innovation amongst business leaders. This is Nima Sherpa Green, the editor in chief here. Welcome to today's episode. Welcome everyone who's listening. Welcome to Unleash Cast. I'm really happy to be joined by Jake Shannon, who's a HR director at Amazon at AWS. Um, Jake, can you introduce yourself a little bit, share a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Happy to. I've been with AWS now for 10 and a half years. Um, and it's, it's just been an incredible ride, an incredible journey over that period of time. Spent a lot of time in Seattle, um, spent a couple of years in South Africa as well as in Germany. And I've just transitioned back now uh, back to our, our headquarters in Seattle. But thrilled to be back here in Paris. Spent a lot of time here. Thrilled to be back here at uh, Unleash World. A fully global remit then, which is very on brand for Unleash World. Um, for everyone who's listening, it's actually, we're really in the thick of it. It's day one at Unleash World in Paris, the full global kind of HR leader set. Yeah. Um, this is a really obvious icebreaker question. So for listeners, please forgive me. But what's it like to be a speaker here at Unleash World? Yeah, it's exciting. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of energy. Uh, and looking forward to spending some time with um, our customers. And um, this is something I do on a regular basis is meet with customers and talk about you know, a lot of the HR impacts as we build up our, our workforces, as we work with their challenges, as they adopt the cloud, as they continue to innovate in the cloud. Uh, so that I do on a regular basis anyway. So it's, all, it's great to do it in this kind of a form as well. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, obviously, just the, the energy and enthusiasm here is, is, is awesome. And hope to catch some of those sessions later this afternoon as well. Wonderful. So obviously, we're here in your executive yes. boardroom. And I know you're going to be having a lot of those conversations with customers here. Um, and for everyone who's listening, over the next 20 minutes or so, we're going to be talking about a topic that my editorial team hears again and again is top of mind of yeah. people with, with budget control, with strategy control, this critical need to upskill and to do so in a way that's efficient, that's within budgets, to really make sure that they upskill on cloud skills in particular yeah. because of that desperate need actually. Um, to get that part of the equation right. Can you talk a little bit about that in your session? Yeah, uh, I'll just cover a a couple things. And it's something that I hear a lot about too, right? Like as I've been transitioning from Germany now to the US and reconnecting at old networks and all that, both with HR professionals, but also, you know, leaders from other companies. And yeah, it's something I hear more and more as well. Um, How do we do this? How do we get it faster? How How do we hire the right people? But then how do we, you know, get our folks that are currently on the ground, how do we get them in, into those, those right skills? So there's a lot of topics. We'll be covering a lot of that in our session today. And then, and then obviously this, this thing about how does Gen I impact all of us, right? Absolutely. Because it is, Absolutely. It's, it's something that, um, you know, one of the key messages I think I've, I've landed on over the last couple of months is this idea of like, don't panic. Like it's, yeah. you know, we're not behind. There might be others that are ahead, but we're not behind. And we just need to continue to figure out what we want to do. There's a lot of anxiety out there. We need to help calm you know, folks down in terms of, hey, what does this actually mean? A lot of, a lot of people are thinking about job loss, where this is really more mm-hmm. job augmentation or job assistance in a way. Like that's, I think that's the way to think about it in terms of, as opposed to, you know, this is actually like about job loss mm-hmm. per se. But given the anxiety and the hype out there, I can understand why, mm-hmm. why it's a topic. So thrilled to be talking about that's what we'll be covering in the session today. Thank you. For me, I tend to try and prefer to look forward, but yeah. I can't help but reflect that this reminds me about the, the hype and the hyperbole and, and the f- 
almost the fuss over the, the first move to the cloud. You know, 10 yes, years ago, yeah, yeah, people yeah. all saying, I know we need to do this, yeah, but migration yeah. to the cloud That's and right. on-prem and is it hybrid and all of that. So really, yeah. I'm getting a lot of overtones of that kind of yeah. um, push. And that point that you said about not panicking, I'm sure you, especially being at AWS, remember a fair amount of panic from your customers. Um, what would you say is um, the most reassuring thing you can say to, to a, a leader in HR and a HR practitioner who knows they need to get on board with generative AI, but is feeling that pressure of that panic? What would you say they need to think about? Yeah, I think two things I would say. One is there's a, there's a fair amount of learning that we all need to do on, in this, right? Um, you know, I've read, obviously, a, a lot of different articles and books. I've talked with our own tech leaders around what this means. So there's a fair amount of learning that we need to do and our executives need to do. So, so number one, I think we, we all need to educate ourselves and work with our senior teams on, on educating that. I remember, you know, having some, being in some sessions with different leaders as well as, we, we're, as we're working through. You know, in, at Amazon, we've been, we've been in the AI and ML um, well, for a long, long time. So, yeah. so this isn't necessarily new. Mm. And at the same time, there has been a shift um, recently. And we do see these major shifts, you know, every 10 years or so. Yeah. So this is just another shift. And, and I think we've got to figure out, like, so you just, there's a lot of education that we all have to do, number one. And then number two is you got to figure out and where you want to go. But more than anything else, you just got to start. Yes. Like, that's, that's what I would say. You got to start start innovating, start figuring out what's the one or two areas you really want to go after right now. Go that, go after that. Doesn't matter if it's, if it's right or if it's wrong. It's just what's important that you get started and that you kind of figure out, you go from there and that you can shift. I've seen a lot of examples of, I've had the good fortune of supporting a lot of different tech orgs during my tenure at AWS. And it's the one thing that I've learned more than anything else is that, you know, sometimes when you get into this new technologies, you don't always know. Yeah. You, you have to rely a lot of times sometimes on external exter experts. You got to build that that in-house expertise, and then you shift and you go from there. But more, the most important thing is just get started. Don't don't delay. This is the time to start. Try to figure out what's that sort of enduring legacy you want to build for your company in this space. But mm -hmm. but again, don't panic. You're not behind. But the time to start is now, and, and not wait further. Right, so more cool heads, yeah. cool heads, yeah, and look at the business case, exactly. That's exactly right. I mean, I've been speaking to some of your, your big customers um, across Europe, you know, obviously us being in Paris at the moment, um, and some of them talk about there being different levels of maturity, different verticals, um, you know, across Europe. Um, I've got some stats in front of me uh, for everyone listening. Obviously, this is a European Year of Skills, EU-mandated project where they're trying to highlight the fact that there's this massive skills gap, the yes. talent you know, crisis and it's not going anywhere. Uh, and a few stats really jump out to me, um, you know, with uh, 5 million cloud jobs unified globally, 75% of IT professionals see cloud skills as the most crucial area of need. Um, so where should HR leaders start in exploring how to transform their business in that specific way? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things um, you, you can focus on. And but before I go there, I just want to make mention one of the things, you know, I mentioned I spent two years in, in South Africa. And one of the things that we just opened there is a cloud skills center, AWS skills center, um, where we provide free training to, to anyone that comes in, right? And so, and you're seeing that in, in a lot of different ways, um, in a lot of different places around the, the sort of democratization of, of, of 
cloud skills training. And I think that is just important uh, overall in general, right? That we're going to continue to see that that has to be a, overall a part of our overall strategy. Mm -hmm. How do you get this early? Um, and, and for folks that are in trans career transitions or that are looking for other kinds of opportunities to go in and take opportunities. Uh, so just kind of want to mention that before I get into them, what we can do, mm -hmm. you know, as companies, but because it's important, there's a lot of stuff already out there. A lot of companies, including us, do offer that kind of stuff. In terms of what, you know, we're working on and what I'd recommend is, again, I'd say, st you know, start with the basics. You know, it doesn't have to be like, again, we're still, these are still early, early days. I know as I talk to my tech leaders that I work with on a regular basis, this technology is still changing, you know, Absolutely. I hate to say by the minute, but definitely by, by the week. It's like, mm. you know, some of the conversations I was having a couple of months ago have already shifted in advance. So I think it's, again, to get started, start with the basics, get people together, you know, talk about it, you know, figure out various ways in which you can share data, do a hack of hackathons, mm. just, just ways to get out there and get this conversation going around what are the types of things, you know, that, that we can do. But more than important of anything, it's just, it's just getting going and getting started and getting some kind of a close feedback group so that you can figure out what's working and what's not working, but get engaged. Yeah. And then, and then, and, and it'll drive itself. Yeah. <laughs> I think once you get it going. It's that piece about having a learning culture, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's one of the most popular things that we hear um, within the journalist team is that, um, you know, they, obviously a board, a leadership team will have these goals, but there's got yeah. to be a, a learning culture throughout the business for change to really um, yeah. be driven, especially in a technology that is as innovative, is as changeable and mutating yeah. as, as much, um, if I right. can say that. Well, um, and I'll be talking about it as well um, a little bit in, in our session this afternoon too. You know, having a learning culture and assessing individuals for, in Amazon we call it, learn and be curious nice. as a leadership principle. Um, but one other thing I just want to comment on in terms of where to get started. One of the most important things in all of this work is what we call these foundational models or what I would just call having clean data. You nice. know, nice. Uh, it, it's, it's, the, it's like the number one, it should be, it should be a given, but you know, garbage in is garbage out, you mm -hmm. know? And so if you don't have, you know, clean data already, like that is going to be a problem when you start moving into especially as we start talking about the types of applications we can go into from an HR or a training development perspective. If you don't have good data going in, it's going to be really hard. So if you're not already, you know, cleaning up and scrubbing your data, this is, this is a good time to eliminate your, you know, what we call tech debt. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like get your data clean because yeah. uh, that's going to be foundational as well. Again, back to basics, right? Yeah. Yeah, every business should be doing that it's a, as a matter exactly of course. Right, yeah. But, but it's we know become it's even more. It's going to become even more important now um, because I remember one of the first times I really understood the potential impact for AI was actually at a, at a church I go to, someone had was, was giving a talk and had used, you know, a, a, a Gen AI to, to, to write a talk that they were giving. Oh, wow. And, and it became obvious in about two minutes or so that, well, that it was not a real talk. And then the person stopped wow. and said, you know, but it was really interesting because you're like, oh, wait a minute, that's, that's fascinating. But Again, it depends on what the feedback is going into that model that, yeah. that is going to dictate what comes out. Yeah. That means, yes. um, very briefly, I can share that, you know, in newsrooms, as you can imagine, yeah. people are testing this as well. And, and I, oh, know, sure. I know previous colleagues have actually 
you know, maybe they'll put out a newsletter and they'll put one dummy story in there. Yes. That's yes. been written with the help of AI. And it's amazing. People really can tell yes. at this moment. But I wonder how long that will that's be the exactly case. Right. That's right. right? And that's, right. it's how quickly this technology is moving. Well, that's where these, these machine learning models are, they're, they really are advancing. But again, it comes back to that foundational data. Yeah. And, and are, are, are we really feeding it the right, the right information that we want? Anyway, we could spend a lot of time on that. Absolutely. Well, you, yeah. you've led me really neatly into my next question, which would be, you know, obviously we're talking about AI a lot. Yeah. So it really, truly is the topic of the year, um, seeing that as a journalist. Um, but what other influential trends would you say are important for your customers that you might be talking about it whilst you're at the leash world? Yeah, I mean, you know, I we kind of touched on this already. Um, you know, when we talk about trends, um, you know, I mentioned this this leadership principle of learn and be curious, um, and this idea of a learning culture. And I, I honestly think, in terms of where we go go next, it's you know we've, there's something here about just this ability to learn and grow that I think even as HR professionals, like we we've got to figure out and tap into. We can have the best training programs out there and all that kind of stuff, but if folks don't want to do it, yeah. Like they're not. You've got to get buy-in, right? They're, yeah, they're not. So, so it's like, how do you sort of really tap in to get the hearts and minds of our folks behind this shift? It's, instead of being scared about it and having anxiety about it, mm. it's how do you get them to embrace that? Mm. You know, and really go into it with their whole heart and soul, if, in a way. And I, I, it might be a little bit of hyperbole, but it, it, I really mean it that way. My own son-in-law um, just made a big transition himself from being a. And, uh, essentially an aircraft mechanic into this world of cloud computing and we went through a number of cloud certifications himself. And, and as I, I had, he lives in, in, in DC, I had dinner with him and his wife, my daughter last week, last, last Monday. And so we talked about that transition, you know, there's, there's a lot of anxiety in that, yeah. but you know, he, he did that because there was, there was support behind him. There were people that, you know, believed that he can make that transition and, and I, and I think we've got to figure that part out is mm -hmm. how do you get that that sort of that emotional connection so people want to make this shift and, and want to do it, you know, in mass, if you will. Yeah. And, and that's where the individual becomes super important. Every mm -hmm. person. Right? How do you unlock that? Because change is hard. Change, change can be frightening. Hard. That's exactly right. And so I again, it's, it's something that we're hearing so much from um, our reporting is that there is almost like a slight disconnect between leadership and employees. And the, the companies where that's not the case yeah. is when they're really good internal comms, yes. that this is something we will support you on. That's and right. when it, we're not going to ignore the elephant in the room. Obviously, we want AI to make our business grow, but yeah. we're not going to forget that that's right. there, there is anxiety there. And we need to, as you're saying with your son-in-law, have that support in place and be really, really open yeah. about it. And embrace it. Yeah. yeah, embrace it. The other thing I would just, you know, I think, we talk about two different types of skills, really, right? There's, there's the skills of folks that are going to be building the technology, the Gen AI technology, and then there's the folks that are going to be using that technology. And they're, they're, they're different. Good they're distinction, different. yeah. And, and I think we have to, especially in HR, we've got to be able to distinguish between those types of roles, people that are building, they're building the rockets and that are using the rockets just to use a slightly different analogy. And, and so I think that's going to be important in this, especially as we try to differentiate our training, because it, it's very, you know, different if you're, you've got to do the basics, the core hard basics of developing it versus 
figuring out how to use it for mm -hmm. XYZ region or mm -hmm. reason. Yeah, so it's got to be very consultative in that way, even in, I, I mentioned business use case earlier, yeah. but then again, also just having an idea of roles within an organization. Correct, absolutely. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Look, we're actually coming towards the end of the podcast, um, yeah. um, which I'm sad about. Um, but I just thought- oh, We're just to, getting started. <laughs> I know, this is, such a, <laughs> this is such a big topic. Um, and for everyone listening, this podcast is going to be going um, live alongside some content that we've already briefed in you know, with some of your customers, some of the other really large HR practitioners here at Unleash World. Um, can you share any anecdotes at all about how, you know, the conversations you're having with the customers, yeah. interesting stories, anything of that nature? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll share just maybe two things. I'll keep it a little generic, but then um, I'll just give some of my own thoughts as well in terms of how I think this could impact HR going forward. You know, the we hear always about the call center examples, and we have experiences of those where, you know, you have someone on the phone and you call. I mean, how many times do I call into the airline that I use? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's it's interesting that to see the shift, but I think it can even become even more impactful in terms of they would have all that information to be able to guide me in terms of what I need to do. Right. That's the kind of that's the kind of conversation you're having. I was talking to a CEO a few weeks ago who was telling me that, you know, this is becoming a really big help for how they do this in their, mm. you know, their service centers, if you will, because it's such an important part of their business. We have it as well. And in fact, it's one of the big organizations that I supported in Cape Town was our, our you know, service organization, people call in. So, so you have the ability of this to really shape that and, and, and really be a custom, you know, customer assisted tool. So that I, I have more free, instead of having to ask you a million questions, just imagine a yeah. world where it just <laughs> all comes up on front. And I know exactly not in a creepy way, but in a way that says, hey, I, I can, based upon, you know, your past user history, I can anticipate what you might be asking and therefore I can just solve your problem much faster. The other one is an automotive, you know, example that I would give. And, you know, there's lots of different automotive examples that we could use here. But, you know, for me, the, the real, like I had a major problem with my, my, with one of my cars over the summer. It's a car that I had stored for a couple of years while we were on assignment and coming back, I just, it was working, but parts, certain parts weren't. I was pulled out the old manual and I was looking online for manuals and all that stuff. <sighs> but just imagine the world where, and this is coming into, as we work with all of our automotive customers, where you can, you know, take a picture and it'll go into a generative AI tool and it'll give you instantly what it is, what you have to do to solve it, as opposed to having to figure out, well, wait a minute, do I have a manual or did I get rid of it? Or I can look up online and try to figure out, but then you got to go through like 30 different pages just being able to take a picture and automatically figuring out like, hey, wait a minute, I know how to solve my problem in minutes as opposed to, in this case, it took me literally two or three hours and finally ended up having to go to a dealership to mm -hmm. say, hey, will you just fix this for me? I can't do it myself, you know? I think avoiding manuals is a future everyone can get, a, get, <laughs> get on board with. Agreed, I agree, um, totally. I was nodding agreed, furiously totally. when you were talking there. Um, okay, fantastic. Yeah. Well, Jake, are there any uh, parting thoughts, anything else you want to share with customers, maybe who, who aren't at a niche world? Yeah, no, I would just say again, it's, it's such an exciting time to be in technology. I mean, that's the thing I would say is, I, I just, every time I turn around, I joined AWS 10 years ago. I, I you know, I, I had, it's just been amazing to see this journey that we've been on. And now we're making another pivot as every other company is. I would just say when it comes to Gen AI, don't panic, you know, help, you know, calm, calm folks down around the anxiety that comes up, um, you know, really figure out the education piece of this. What do we need to learn? What not learn? And then more than anything else, start now, just get started, get going and then learn and iterate over time. 
Beautiful. That's a lovely place for us to end. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you so much, Jake, for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Unleashcast. This has been Nima Sherpa-Green, the editor-in-chief here. Stay with us for more news, thought leadership, and the top trends shaping the world of work.